1: Welcome to episode 122 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way and on this podcast we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-News, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax and let's
0: get it started. Yes, so it's time for our very first segment. This is called Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where we give you a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea.
1: So on the 21st of March, twice as Che Young posted a photo of herself wearing a shirt that had a Nazi symbol on it. Shortly after fans pointed out the problematic image on the shirt, Chaeyoung deleted the post and then uploaded an apology in its place. She Hello, this is Chae Young from TWICE and I sincerely apologise regarding the Instagram post. I didn't correctly recognise the meaning of the swastika in the t-shirt I wore. I deeply apologise for not thoroughly reviewing it, causing concern. I will pay absolute attention in the future to to prevent any situation similar from happening again. I sincerely apologize again. This was covered by a lot of people. I think TMZ even reported it. Yeah. The Guardian. It was all over the place. It's a sticky one because I, I've seen some like other takes on it. I think there was one lady, probably probably was on TikTok. She was saying how South Korea they don't really learn the history about certain countries, and I'm not trying to like make an excuse for her. But I think especially if your group and company are going to be promoting worldwide, you need to be more aware of what's going on. And even if you don't, at least know what you're wearing. And Mm. this is probably down to the stylist. I don't even think, not that, you know, Chaeyoung doesn't have any autonomy over what she wears. But this was probably like a stylist that picked this piece out and it looks quote unquote cool or whatever. I just feel like sometimes you have to be careful because I, on the flip side as well, I don't. And again, this could be just like a small percentage, a loud percentage of netizens that are just loud. But if you do any smidge, any so any mistake in terms of. I don't know, like you have other members that are not Korean members, I don't know, celebrating something that's Chinese or celebrating something that's Japanese, and they will get dragged for it. And it's nothing offensive that to Korea itself, it's just because obviously Korea may have, or certain Korean citizens may have, like a certain implication of like Japanese people or Chinese people, whatever. So they just get offended on that behalf. It's not necessarily this, like being disrespectful towards anything korean or korean culture and the amount of flogging that certain members will have don't you remember like chewy went through something i don't know if she she mentioned something about taiwan mm. or something and she had to do like a whole video apologizing it's just like little things like that so it's like you know how something can affect you you need to be aware when you step out of especially you know twice or uh, global you know you need to have some sort of awareness i'm not expecting you of course the mistakes are going to happen i'm not expecting people to know everything but yeah yeah i think
0: the points that you've just made and every situation is going to be case by case and there's layers and nuance to everything but i think one we i don't know if we should be celebrating or acknowledging the bare minimum i think it was the Mm -hmm. right decision to issue an apology straight out the gate to acknowledge what had been done wrong And to understand the impact and the implication it could have had on others, Mm -hmm. um, given the history. But I also think I would more so understand if you're uh, a smaller artist or from a small company and you don't have access to such extensive resources. But when you are on the world stage, I feel as though there's a responsibility that the company as a whole has, that stylists have, that also you as an artist has, Mm -hmm. to just be aware. I'm not saying you'll know everything. All of us in the world, unfortunately, are probably ignorant in some way, shape or form. But there are just certain things that you would expect that people could be aware of or could be understanding of, um, especially if you're wanting that to be reciprocated as well. I'm sure they're Mm -hmm. not necessarily symbols, but there might be something that could really offend a Korean audience or a global audience that someone else could do. So I think the apology, although from what I'm aware of, it wasn't too detailed or that long. I think it was the right thing to do. We've seen other scenarios where people just sort of wait out or don't say anything. So I think that was a good and responsible move. But I I also expect more at this stage. Like, I think it's, there's like a resurgence of this trend of questionable things idols have worn. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we see these shirts with sentences that don't make sense or like really (laughs) outrageous out there things. So yes, does ignorance play a part to some extent? Sure. But there's still that responsibility like you are an entertainment company you you do hold an image you are out there in the world whatever you do does have an impact on millions across the world so I think it's it's just being mindful and thoughtful and I think this I think we've spoken about this before but a lot of these companies should have like cultural advisory boards or Mm -hmm. just just making sure that obviously you can't keep everyone happy but you're not going to offend anyone or you're not doing anything that could be perceived as malicious or disrespectful to another cultural group or um, towards tragic events that have happened in the world. And I don't think that's hard. A lot of these companies already interact and operate in global ways anyway. So having some sort of cultural advisory board that you can bounce things off of, that you can run things by, I think it would help to avoid a lot of these issues that we see.
1: Mm. But yeah yeah the bare minimum is just be aware of what you're wearing like do you know what I mean like if you it may seem a bit annoying and long but you know if you pick up a shirt and you don't know who that person is or you don't know what a certain symbol is or if you don't even know what it says at least figure out what it says or what it is before you're like okay I'm going to put this on my artist yeah because yeah okay the shirt may look cool or you know have a certain aesthetic but it's not worth the headache in the in the end.
0: And with this whole picture situation, so I didn't I think I've seen the picture probably by way of TikTok. I didn't see when it was actually posted. Were they in America at the time? Or I think
1: they probably were, but I I would be lying if I can't 100% confirm that. I don't know.
0: Okay. No, cuz like another thing, one it might not be that person's responsibility, but if they were in America, for example, you probably have some sort of interpreter with you, and I'm sure if you've been someone that grew up in the West, you would recognize such a symbol, but
1: who knows? I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I could put it on them because sometimes yeah. you mean just know a language doesn't mean, you know, you grew up in that that side of the world or, you know, certain things. Again, I'm not trying to make excuses, but I really think if you're going to put, if you're a stylist and you're going to put, you know, a shirt or whatever on someone, at least be aware of what you're putting on that person.
0: Because mm. there were two questionable outfits, it was the Nazi symbol, and there was like something else that she wore.
1: Oh, I don't know about I the, think the, the that, other thing. I only know about yeah. that one, but yeah. And I think I I could be wrong, but I think the another reason why the apology was so swift, I think it's because of how many Western publications were reporting on it. Mm. <laughs> they probably think, oh, we better say something quick because if it was just the you know the regular. You know people on Twitter are saying stuff, or you know, your Sunpies, or excuse me, or your Korea booze, or, or K pops, or whatever. I, I don't know if they would have if it would have happened as quickly, but that's just mm-hmm. my opinion. I don't know, I could be projecting, but that's that's my take. But anyway, moving on, uh, I've got Sevens Um, Jin Young revealed that the group is working on a release. He says it's the first time it's been revealed Got7 is preparing a release together. We're sending songs to each other. For mine, one of the members has already recorded, even though I haven't finished it yet. Everyone is very busy, so no so no one knows when we'll be done, but we do plan on releasing. Ooh. So keep your eye out for a Got7 project. Don't know when that will be because isn't I don't know, people saying that JB's already enlisted. Or about to enlist, or oh. he's gone secretly. So <laughs> I, I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. And last but not least, um, I've announced plans for an American debut through oh. um, Kako Entertainment America. So this follows the news of Kako Entertainment announcing a new part- partnership with Colombia Col- you know, Columbia Records <laughs> under Sony Music. Um, I don't know how I feel about this because I don't know how, I I don't know if they're going to, like, just rejig their whole image or they're going to create new songs or just create English versions of songs. But Mm -hmm. I don't don't know. Like, again, they could prove be wrong and I could be, like, really wrong. But I don't know if they would actually take off in America. Like, I I don't see what the big urge is to try and debut them in America.
0: I, f- I feel like their impact has sort of grown very organically as is. I don't, I don't, I'm just trying to picture what that will look like. Have they never, I don't, unfortunately, don't follow Ive that closely. Have they never like toured or gone anywhere? Have they been to America before?
1: I don't know let's Google yeah. I don't think they have they've been to like I Paris I would have done and one of Germany the or something yeah I don't I don't think they have but like it seems like the the tours and stuff that they've been on is it's not like a solo thing it's like those tours that have a variety of acts if that makes sense mm. yeah I don't know I just I just feel like this is a weird move personally I could be wrong maybe there's something but I'm not. I'm not seeing it because the thing is, as well. Again, I don't want to. I know they're very different. I don't want to compare like IVE to like a BTS or IVE to a Twice or a, or a Blackpink even. But the reason why these those certain groups cross over is because within their own fandom, outside of like the the, the Western world or whatever. Well, not outside of Western world. I mean, we've with just within their fandom internationally. They're all, They were making noise. They already make noise. And I guess like if you have, if we go with Blackpink or BTS, again you can agree to disagree. But their sound. I feel like their sound crosses over a bit more. I don't. I don't know. I could be. I don't know if that's fair to say. Not that eyes music is like hard to grasp but I don't think that's the case but yeah I, I don't know I just I just feel like it's this doesn't make any sense to me hmm. like, I don't know if it's if they're going to be able to put it off
0: it might be one of those things we just have to sort of wait and see to be honest yeah. because I would understand if it was maybe like an American television debut where they go on like one of the talk shows and perform there but I, I, I don't know
1: Cause that's not, that's the thing. I don't, I don't think, and again, I could be wrong. I, I don't remember ever seeing I've going to perform for like a Jimmy Fallon or the Kelly Clarkson show or one of those, you know what I mean? Like, I've, mm. I've never seen that. Like, I don't know if this was like, oh, Stray Kids were going to make their American debut. Okay. That makes a bit more sense to me. And again, I don't feel like, I feel like every time a group intentionally tries to make an American debut. I feel like it never goes to how the company has envisioned in their mind. Hmm. Because BTS only started... Okay, again, everyone's everyone has conflicting opinions on, like, their English releases, but that wasn't necessarily... Not all of those, those releases were intentional. Like, some were, but at that time, they already had the popularity. But it wasn't like, this is our American debut. They, they were already kind of solidified if that makes sense this that the, I feel like their English stuff whether you liked it or not was yeah, yes was to try to appeal to more people but it wasn't like okay this is our American debut if that makes sense
0: hmm. yeah I can't put my finger on it I think it'll be something we have to just wait out and see yeah and obviously wish them the best but
1: yeah so yeah, that is Hot Topics Hot, Hot Topics If there's any stories You want us to comment on Or if you want to comment on a story Make sure you hit us up On socials At How you? At you. Okay, moving on to our next segment Called Say What Where you send your unpopular opinions Dilemmas Hot tea You can send that all to How you at gmail.com That's how you at gmail.com Or you can submit a form At kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you so shay
0: take it away okay so our very first unpopular opinion for today is i feel like in k-pop there is a bigger focus on being a good dancer model and tv personality than being a good singer
1: i agree i don't know if if that's the case via training but it seems like only could talk for certain groups or whatever but half of them cannot seem to sing their songs live at least once and it's sounding okay (laughs) Mm. and when i say that i don't mean like no one has not the whole song doesn't need to be perfect but or they don't even given that chance to it's like it's lip-synced and it's kind of I've, I know we've had this conversation before where I'm like, I kind of like when you hear like the imperfections or the song doesn't always sound the same every time that mm. group or whoever performs the song. But we never get those chances because I think maybe companies or whatever are so scared about backlash or whatever that just it's the safer option to lip sync. But then at the same time, I don't know, I just don't feel like there's much emphasis on vocals. It's different, you know, People saying oh they don't want idols to stress out their voice or to use their voice too much because obviously that's the instrument and you don't want to like tire that out. But there isn't even like a mixture of some live, some backing track. Do you know what I mean? It's just Mm. all lip sync. And then I think another thing that kind of brought that to light for me was I came across this post. I think it's this. I think she's a 12 year old girl she's like a trot singer i think she did a cover to I've song actually and um, that like after like song and okay yes she wasn't done da- she wasn't dancing but she sang everyone's parts <laughs> she did the whole song and she sounded good and again i could be wrong so correct me that's fine but i don't think i've ever really seen them s- sing that song live bear in mind that's a song that's split between how many people in that group. Yeah. Well, once again,
0: at least on the topic of Ive, I don't follow them that closely. So like you said, this could exist. But I I definitely see what this person means. There's definitely like this heavy emphasis on being an all-rounder is a good thing, but a performance and a show, which is amazing. And that's what draws a lot of people to K-pop, feeling like you're experiencing the entire package. Mm -hmm. But like you said being able to witness some of those imperfections or different renditions of a song and um slight differences in each performance I think that's what makes the music feel alive yeah yes like there is a heavy focus on like good choreographies and And we see a lot of idols and stuff um, transition into modeling and being a TV personality. So I don't know. Yes, there are amazing singers out there like that. Their mics are usually on and you do get to hear them. But I think for the most part, it would be nice to experience that a bit more for there to be a bit more of a focus on singing ability. And we're not asking that everyone sounds like Mariah Carey, but whatever you can do, if we can just hear and see that live a little bit more, I think that would be nice.
1: I feel like with the modeling and the, the brand partnerships and the TV personality, uh, personality things, I feel like that should come after. Like your main thing is to be a singer. So can we sing, please? <laughs> and then, you know, later down the line or whatever. You know, you have your variety shows and oh, this member's pretty funny and they, you know, become a TV personality or they're an MC for this or, you know, this person is known for their stunning look so they become a model, but I don't think it should happen straight away because sometimes I feel like with certain groups, they may debut or whatever and then within like a couple months or like a year, it's like this person's an ambassador for this and it's like, (laughs) yeah, that's cool, but can you sing?
0: Yeah. Like, th-
1: that's that's why you're here. Like, if you like fully experience each stage, yeah, the, yeah, like embrace a stage at a time. I'm not saying you can't do both things at once, but then sometimes I just feel like, in terms of the music side, I think it's given what it could give. But mm. you have time for Calvin Klein. Doesn't make sense <laughs> to me. Like, I'm just I'm just saying. Like, I just yeah. feel like, I've, maybe, it's, maybe I'm getting old. But I feel like with past generations or even, like, earlier groups from this generation, we have to prove ourselves that, you know, we can make songs and we can dance. And oh then it was, God, like, just... later, then they, you know have these campaigns but yeah exactly sorry
0: no what you just may remember i was at my friend's house the other day and we were just like doing like almost like a trip down memory lane of k-pop and watching some of these old music videos and some of these performances we were like these guys were singing so they could put food on the table like they were performing because their life was on the line and not saying that people don't do that nowadays but
1: there's like a very different feel nowadays it sort of feels like people yeah like jumping off what you said I feel like and again this could be just us being old but I don't know it felt back then like rent needs to be paid that we need to keep the lights (laughs) on like you could feel that there was a hunger like I always used to say even not just in k-pop but in general when I don't know I didn't I don't know if it's just me didn't get like the concept of a song or grasp a song or whatever and I'm talking much younger you know usually at the end of a song that's when all like the ad-libs will come out and like the runs and Mm. and it's like I always used to view that as they're really the singers really really want you to understand like the point of the song like my heart's breaking, or I love you, or whatever the case may be. But also, I also took that as they're trying to show you as much as they can before that song ends. Exactly. <laughs> that's like that's, they, that's they, how I took it. Like, their they, life depends on it. Like, I need you to remember that I can sing. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, we're like exactly. gonna do the high be notes. so much
0: going on. And once again, I don't know, maybe I'm just a bit out of touch. Like, I don't watch as many music videos as I used to. But even the storylines and the performance within the music video, it you would feel like you were watching a movie mm. or like something crazy was going on, not just because of production value, but because of the emotions that were coming across and like the rawness within like the way they were singing and what they were trying to convey. So I don't know, I guess we're in a different time. I think one other, I don't know if it'd be a pet peeve, but one other thing that I'm not really big on is just, okay, because we have X amount of followers, or we're X, like we're at this level or were this popular that you should just do something for the sake of it like I mm. don't think that everyone needs to be an ambassador for a fashion house yes especially if that person has no connection or has shown no interest in fashion as a whole mm. that doesn't make sense to me like I don't know someone that maybe are quote-unquote generation of k-pop would understand like GD for example everyone's always known that he's like very creative so it makes sense him being involved in fashion. Yes. But if this other person is just like yeah they might be a great visual or they're styled well but that does not mean that they should be involved in the fashion space or be Mm. an ambassador for that space.
1: Yeah yeah it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me at all. Again I'm not blaming members themselves or groups themselves I just feel like you know it's just companies trying to make sure that their eggs are not all in one basket I guess and you know they can re- recuperate money from different you know different bags I guess but then at the same time I don't know I'm not I'm personally not feeling it like it doesn't it doesn't make sense like why is so and so the face of this couture fashion line when they they don't even know what what couture is like it doesn't make sense <laughs> if so-and-so is a very like, outside of being an idol or didn't you know that we're snapped in athleisure stuff, why don't they have a, a sponsorship with Adidas or Nike or whatever? That would make more sense. Do you know what I mean? But you you want to sign them with Gucci. And it's just like, not that they don't look good. Of course they look good. But it's just like, this, this doesn't make sense to yeah. the brand. So, but then again, I, as I said, it's not that like they can't do these things. I just think that the company or whatever's trying to focus on too many things and then they forget that the whole reason why they've debuted in the first place is to sing so can you sing please
0: (laughs) please so i guess we both agree with this it's nice for everyone to be able to double in what they want to but if the the focus and the purpose is for you to be a singer then can you sing please (laughs) (laughs) I think that's uh, going to be the with this episode. Can you like, think? <laughs> Honestly, and like, just like one extra bit. Like, I feel as though, yes, a lot of our faves from back in the days were able to have access to some amazing deals and collaborations. But we're only just maybe in the last past five or so years seeing them becoming like ambassador for fashion That's houses saying, or things that yeah. are relevant to them. So they were able to have that full evolution of being singers, then transitioning into maybe being on more like variety shows, then maybe transitioning and um, transitioning into more so acting back in mm-hmm. the day yeah, and then doing all the other stuff and being an ambassador. Because I think when you're an ambassador for something, one, it isn't just, Oh, I'm famous. It's going to bring extra attention to the brand. You're an ambassador because you also promote or give off the same messaging or ideals or whatever that brand is trying to promote. So mm-hmm. if you're just pretty, it that's not bad. But <laughs> just- if there's nothing else that we really get from you, but this like fashion brand or whatever this company is, like they represent this, and we don't see that reflected in you, I don't think that makes much sense.
1: Yeah, because if I'm looking at you and I don't see Gucci, like I don't understand why <laughs> why you're invested <laughs> off for Gucci. Now, don't get me wrong, like I've seen I've seen idols or whatever, and I, you know they get their Calvin Kleins or whatever. And it makes sense because I'm like, it's about time they took their time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Just can you sing, please? (laughs) Thanks. Okay, and on to our next unpopular
0: opinion. This person said, I feel like SM's music has been declining recently. Take Rover, for example. It's literally just a copy of another song by another artist. Yes, I get that she sold SM the rights to the song, but I still feel like that's lazy.
1: I disagree. I think people are just noticing now because of the internet. But SM's been doing this for time. Mm. SM has always done this. This is like an SM thing. Let's go back. You had Esper, Next Level. That was a song before. You had basically Chinese Juliet was basically a Corbyn Blue song. Even when I go, hot topics, hot, hot topics. That melody is from FX Hot Summer, which again was an, a, another song and they sold their rights to SM. Even the most popular song, "Barotic," that was a song before and the rights got sold. SM's been doing this and they do it well. I'm sorry. But I also don't think it's just an SM thing. I think it's a music industry
0: thing because you might not be aware of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of artists, they haven't like written these songs. They might have been adapted, which we also see with like the, what SM does. But a lot of your favourite songs are by other artists and they sold the rights. And that's what a lot of um, people that work in like the songwriting space do. It might be a song that they've actually published and written and composed and whatever, and they sell on the rights to a bigger company or whatnot. So I don't think it's lazy or bad because it tends to still be a very collaborative process. Exactly and this. two, it provides work and opportunity for lesser known artists and
1: songwriters and people that want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. And plus, it's not like, for example, if every song, if if every SM song was like this, then okay, you, be, you I can kind of see your point. But at the same time, it's not like, I feel like it's different if SM went out of the way to steal it. The yeah. artist finds out, they come to an agreement, then it's fine. Then it's like, okay, that's, first of all, that's just lazy. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, why, why, why you do that? But again, as you said, it's very collaborative. Both parties are happy with it. It's not a new thing. I just think that the mystique to certain musical practices now are gone because, like, you know, you could find out on TikTok how this song came about, or you can even find out, oh, actually, this was the original demo, and actually, the song was meant to be for this artist, but yeah. they passed it by. So, and it may still have their vocals on it, but now this person sing it. So, like, we're seeing things that realistically we weren't we're not meant to see <laughs> so it Click kind of it, yeah it's that it's like you know it for some people it can spoil the magic of it if you get what i mean because like we're seeing all the moving parts and sometimes you know usually those things may come out years later and it's like oh that's a cool fact to know and it's like years later but now you can literally find out as soon as that song's released like do you know what i mean like for example kai's song right now like, mm. as soon as it was released, people were like, oh, this was so and so song before, or whatever. So, you know, it could be like, oh, it's kind of hard for you to enjoy the experience because it's like knowing the secret to a magic trick, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it doesn't make the magic trick less impressive. It's just, you know, how it works. Well, this was upsetting for you, I, I
0: highly um, <laughs> do not recommend doing research into any of your favourite songs
1: because... <laughs> The
0: artist probably did not write it. They probably mm-hmm. had
1: very little to do with it. So, or like you see a song, or you see an artist, and they're like yeah, you know, I was in the studio and I wrote <laughs> this song, and then you go and look, and there's like 23 writers. You're like, so, and then what part did you write? <laughs> and the thing is, it's not even like. Don't get me wrong. There can be pe- like there can be people that actually sat in the studio and they, they actually wrote a lot of it, and there's still 23 writers. But usually, how it's listed, it's the person that wrote the most near the top and then the person that, you know, it filters down in it. But you can't be like having this, listen to your favourite artist have a sob story like, yeah, I was in a studio for like two days. All I drank was water and I ate bread. And, you know, it was very, you know, humbling experience for me. And then they had like 46 writers and then they're at the bottom. So it's like, so what did you write? The ands, the thes, the... Ah. Because the thing is, I don't know... if Probably most people know this now. I it's you know, it's not it's not it's not like it's not common knowledge. But I could be a songwriter if I'm like Shay could be writing a song and I'd be like Shay, I think you should take out the hair. I've I've helped written that song and that's all that could be my whole contribution. <laughs> that's the credit. <laughs> another another thing is another contribution could be I changed the melody a bit. I could have not written one word, but because I'm like instead of going oh. So, oh, so I've written something, even though I haven't changed anything. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, if you don't want to go down that rabbit hole and you don't want to be upset, as Shay said, just um, cover your eyes and just, just listen to the song.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it like we've already covered, to be honest, like, I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I At the end of the day, I think it's really nice because... Like I already said, there might be some artists that wouldn't have been able to work on such a big project, not given the opportunity to maybe sell on one of their songs. I'm not specifically referring to Rover because I think the person who wrote it, she was like already quite known. Mm. But in other scenarios, sometimes it's someone that's always dreamed of being able to write or work in this space and they haven't had the opportunity to do so through their own music. So by Mm. writing or selling on a song of theirs, it also allows people to go and learn about them. So... I think it's actually a really nice thing. I've seen some really nice story times and stuff on TikTok of different artists that had been wanting to work for a while and then they got into, were able to participate in songwriting in K-pop and it really changed their life. So mm-hmm. I think it's, it's nice. Okay. And now moving on to our last unpopular opinion for today. This person said, I find the Korean entertainment world so interesting in that you can literally take a world-class artist or actor and put them on a variety show where they will have to work in a restaurant and serve regular people. Like, yes, there are reality shows in the West, but I can't picture being able to get an artist like Drake to do the same outside of a skit scenario.
1: I think you can, but it, it it won't be a drink because I think people are forgetting who we think are popular may not be that popular in Korea if that makes sense. So we could have a show like with similar scenario, but they may not be that popular in the UK if that makes sense. But like, they have a nice fan base, but unless you you know of that music, you won't know if that makes sense. So I feel like it you can. You still can, but it just won't be like a Drake. Like they won't for example, they won't they pro- like in Korea, they won't do a show like now. I mean like right now. They won't do a show with, say, like a black pink member or BTS member working in a restaurant. I think this that might actually be what this person's referring to. So there was a recent show, I think it's called
0: Jenny's Kitchen. Or mm-hmm. Jenny's Kitchen. And it's like V is on the cast. Park Sejun, Oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. One of the other guys from the Wooga group. He was in um, Parasite. So those are like top acts domestically True. and internationally. So I guess at least V could be quite comparable to Drake. And like mm. V was basically a busboy. They were making him like wash dishes <laughs> and take orders and things like that. So that might be what this person. Oh, referring okay, to, fair least. enough. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can't yeah, I can't see some Not not because it can't be done, because I feel like it still could be done. But I don't know, I think like people some Western artists, their ego's too big. Mm. I can't imagine I I don't know Drake and I could be wrong, but I just can't imagine him washing dishes just just for a show. Or I can't imagine him going around to, to collect plates. Unless it's yeah, like, a, like outside of a skit scenario yeah like, just like just a skit it. or a prank or something yeah. where you know stuff just goes wrong or you know you're in pranks or whatever but I like just just you know a day in a life in a restaurant or whatever yeah so yeah I don't see it
0: at least with the show that I think this person might be talking about mm. I think maybe because we're quite used to it in the Hall space because there's been like other renditions of
1: mm-hmm.
0: um artists and idols doing similar things but I think it It works. I don't know if it'd work in the Western space, but it works because it helps to make these people feel more human and Mm. regular. Like they're not like, oh, we don't know what happens behind the scenes, but they're not like, I can't do this. It's beneath me sort of thing. It's like, oh, it's funny. And you see them interact and it helps to humanize them. Mm. Whereas in the West, I think there's more of an emphasis of putting people on like, this pedestal. and not saying that doesn't happen in Hallyu and K-pop, but there's always been a huge focus, like through variety shows. And what's that show where there'll be like an artist and you have to go and like try and knock someone's door and see if they'll invite you in for dinner? Oh, I've never seen that.
1: You haven't? <laughs>
0: no. It's been on for like years. So there'll be like the host of the show. And I think Jin from BTS was on it like a few years back. And you go around to people's houses and like the aim is hopefully someone will invite you in for a meal. So they might mm. be out for hours walking in the street like trying to see if someone's home and can let them in. But it's funny and it's somewhat relatable and it makes them feel human, which I think has what is one of the elements that have made Halyu as a whole feel really approachable mm. to a lot of people, but yeah, I couldn't um picture Drake doing that. No. <laughs> but those are all of our unpopular opinions for today. And we actually have a dilemma, so Shanice, if you'd like to read it for us.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> um, hi ladies, I absolutely love your podcast and always listen to it on the way to work. So I currently have a bit of a dilemma. The majority of my friends that I currently have are made through K-pop. But I now feel like I'm at the stage in my life where I don't really enjoy K-pop as much as I used to. My friends keep inviting me out to concerts and K-pop related events and I keep turning them down. I'm worried that if I I tell them I don't like K-pop anymore, our relationship might break down. Should I tell them or shall I just keep quiet? Thank you for listening, first of all. I just, I think the question that I have is... Do you do anything that's not K-pop related with these people? Or is it just K pop related things that you do? Because if it's just K-pop related and you're not into K pop anymore, then not not intentionally, but that those relationships may just fizzle out because there isn't anything that you have in common with these people anymore. Like not that they're not good people or anything, but you just don't have anything in common with these people anymore. And that's fine, but you can't go around pretending just for the sake of having friends. So if you haven't done anything that's not K-pop related, why don't you, on the other side, say, oh, I don't want to go to this, but, um, you know, if you're free, X day, let's all go out to eat or let's do this or let's do that. That's not K-pop related. That doesn't mean when you're together, K-pop, things may still come up. Especially if they're still like heavily involved or whatever. But then, yeah, you. that's the only thing that I can think of. I think I can understand if like your relationship is
0: heavily based on a mutual interest in something. But then dare I call that more like having acquaintances? Because mm. your friends, like I, Shanice might like something that I have no interest in. And Mm -hmm. I might just be very open with her about that. So it doesn't turn in, I don't know, say she's into rock and she keeps inviting me out to rock concerts and I keep turning her down. That would probably cause more harm to our relationship because she might just think, oh, like, Shay doesn't want to hang out with me and she isn't like giving much of a explanation. Whereas if I'm like, oh, I'm not that into rock, but we have other things that our friendships are based off of. Because I think more acquaintances, like you might have just like your K-pop mutuals group and you guys go concerts together. But if you're friends, even if you don't like this one element, yes, you might be left out of some social events, but you guys will find other ways to interact and hang out, Mm -hmm. whether that's like through food or another interest or just general catch ups. I feel like a friendship would be able to survive that.
1: Yeah. Cause for me personally, I have quite a few close friends and most of those friends I did meet either at concerts or like through K-pop or whatever. Girl, I'm the only one that's still in this. <laughs> Everyone else is like, yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't really care about that anymore. Like, they don't listen to. They just listen. to They may listen to the odd thing that they used to listen to back in the day, but other than that, they don't know who this group or that person is, and they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to go. So, but because we're actually friends, and as Shay was saying, we have other interests. And we did have other interests, you know, when we all did like maybe all the same thing. So we had other interests outside of that. When, you know, they were like, yeah, Shanice, I don't want to talk about this. Or Shanice, I don't want to go to this thing. It, it didn't really change anything. It was just like, okay, I just go and do this with these people. Or I'll do this by myself or whatever the case may be. So that's why I asked the question, you know, do you guys hang out outside of k-pop related things do you guys talk about things outside of k-pop related things because if you don't then yeah as Shay said they're just your k-pop friends and if you're not in k-pop anymore then you're not or not that interested and that's fine then you know you may not see them as much
0: exactly and i think it's just being open and honest and like yes is there a real understandable fear here of course if these Mm -hmm. are people that you've maybe known for a while or you don't have many friends outside of this group I understand that can be scary but like I said already it would probably cause more harm to just try and keep quiet and keep turning them down Mm -hmm. than just being honest and just saying okay like I don't I don't hate K-pop, but your opinion's your opinion, but I'm just giving an example. Like, I don't hate K-pop, I'm just not into it as much anymore. If we can just hang out or explore this thing, or I found out about this new thing, if you guys would be interested, you can try and do that, like Shanice already said, but I don't think keeping quiet about it will help anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good thank luck. you very much. Yes. Good luck. Let we'll us know how you get on. And then we also have a question
1: for today. So oh, it's really popping off it's today. A <laughs>
0: <episode>. <laughs> um, <laughs> this person said if you were an artist or idol, what reality or variety show would you want to go on?
1: <sighs> um
0: For me, the show I'm pretty sure it, it's not on anymore. But do you remember that old not that old but that k-pop show i think it was called like roommates like a bunch of yeah idols and artists who'd live in the house together
1: and it was my hilarious. worst nightmare <laughs> i would never do that i hate people i just I don't feel want, like it'd be so funny i don't you want people watching me wake up and no absolutely oh yeah, not.
0: Oh yeah i think I, I forgot about the filming part but i just you forgot about the, the roommate part <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what i might have to pick something else but you forgot the, you,
1: the whole thing's called roommate and you forgot about the roommate part. <laughs> I might pull my,
0: like, superstar card of, like, I can't, I can't share. I need my own room. Um, can you imagine that show in this economy? Absolutely not.
1: um I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of shows. I can't even think of shows. There's, like, Running Man, I guess.
0: Is Weekly um, Idol still a thing? We Got Married? I don't think that's still a thing.
1: Yeah, it's not a thing. Can you imagine if that was still a thing, the breakdowns? I... Um, i I will personally fund it to come back
0: that no. would be <laughs> the world would spin the other way. I don't know there's that other one where they like have to go to to a jungle and like
1: try and survive absolutely not that is not a bit of me uh <laughs> oh i I think of it a show you can go and show me the money ciao <laughs> absolutely not. I think I'll go on like a like those produce. Ninety nine produce forty eight shows, but I'll be I'll be a I'll be a judge,
0: oh, a woman, okay,
1: a mentor.
0: What kind, like vocal mentor, rap mentor,
1: all of them. <laughs> I'll do all of them. Think I'd would, I would be either vocal or rap, one of those two. You, yeah. What about you? Are you sticking with roommate? <laughs> I don't know. Or or I would go on if they brought back. The hello counsellor thing, because that's kind of what we do. Hello counsellor was so messy when you watch it back. It was so messy. <laughs> I think I'll do that, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think hello is a good option. Yeah. I think it depends on where you are in your career. If you're, like, a failing idol that just needs some screen Not time... a failing idol, child. Something controversial, like, we got married, or um the other one that i mentioned like roommate or something because you just gotta try everything um i feel like i probably could do we got married as long as they didn't pair me up with like
1: someone really annoying they'll do that on purpose just so it's a good show yeah. come on you gotta figure like a producer <laughs>
0: I, no. I might leave midway i'll I'm just like dead. run away at the altar
1: <laughs> oh my gosh
0: but yeah those were those thank you for your unpopular opinions your dilemma and your questions um for today and now as we come towards the end of the episode it's now time for on the radar for me and Shanice let you know what's on our radars if there's anything that we're listening to watching or anything we want to put you guys onto so Shanice what's on your radar
1: I got a few things on my radar and this episode is already long so I apologize <sighs> starting off with our our favorite baby cousin is dating have you heard this shay that our cousin's dating oh hyunmin yes yes, hyunmin our baby he's dating davida they look cute i think someone tried to come for him or something i can't remember what they said because they deleted the tweet the tweet is something yeah i think they tried to call him a coon or something or you know they came off the, i'm like what are you talking about he's korean and he's dating a korean i don't mm-hmm. uh, anyway um yeah or or she said or they said i don't know if it was a she or a he or whatever but they said something like oh they look better than them or whatever better than davita and i think that's where the cap in. <laughs> Like that was the best way to uh, best the best way to prepare. We we stand we stand with you. Just leave them alone. Like they look cute. They look happy. It's fine. Um, another thing, I want you to shout out my my baby my husband Kai. And his Rover Productions, um, Promotions, Productions, you know, Promotions. I think he's one of the people or only person, I feel like, that have done done Promotions really well in a sense of the collabs, like all the TikTok collabs didn't seem forced. It didn't seem fake. He came on and he was like, if you guys want to, you know, collab with me, just let me know or come and do it. And he went to go do it. So there was a lot of collabs from like you know, from newer idols to idols that you're more familiar with. I think that was great. And when he did have his win, congratulations, he did shout out, you know, fans from, fandoms from other groups as well, as well as his own fans. So I felt like everyone felt included and I thought, you know, that was really nice. And, you know, he was praised for that. But my favourite video was when Kai... Um, An 80s San and Songhua, they did the river dance, and that was perfection. Chef's kiss, we love it out here. Um, additionally, Red Velvet is coming to London. I can't believe it. Yes, I actually yeah. can't believe it. But I have a rant, okay? So they're coming in June, baby. It's nearly what April, yeah? <laughs> Why do K-pop artists do this? Like I'm coming tomorrow. <laughs> like what oh yeah here's here's the day um tickets are coming out on friday but we're coming on monday like no no let's let's stop normalizing this let's give people time to save let's give people time to actually buy tickets because it's a bit ridiculous and then last but not least is I found out this week, did you know that um the origin story of Dispatch, the media company, media company Like how they came to be? Yes. No. So the guy, I can't remember what his name is, the guy that just like founded it, he was inspired by TMZ. And he saw what they were doing and he's like I think he was a private detective or something before, or some sort of inspector, I can't remember. And he basically, who did he, he used someone as a test, it's actually quite twisted, actually. So he's like, he's going to see if he follows a certain idol for a while, take some pictures. I think it was hyan, you know, like Chinese Hyun. And then I think he found out he was dating someone. Then they broke it off because obviously they got hate. Then ever since, Jonghyun just never dated ever again. So I'm just like, that's very sick and twisted. But um yeah, I found that out this week. So yeah, that that's that's something. Yeah. So I again, mean, I don't know how true that is because I think I just spread it in a thread, you know, so the sources, trust me, bro. But I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what's on my radar.
0: On my radar, what is on my radar?
1: Um, Kai and Rover as
0: well. I think my favorite moment that's happened through this whole promotion promotional period was when he got his first win as a soloist Mm. and like he was literally crying and then the music started (laughs) (laughs) like he was not crying anymore so that was funny I finished Mr. Queen and it was hilarious it was really good it was confusing but quite funny Jimin's promotions for his um solo debut have been great like he's Mm -hmm. everywhere and it's hilarious i actually kind of changed my mind for what i said earlier for if we had to go on like a variety show or a reality show Mm -hmm. i don't know if it counts and falls into this category but i think was it where did it used to happen i don't know what channel i don't know if it was dingo or something but you know where as an artist you get to go like surprise a fan and like pick them up from work and spend the day with them Mm. i always found those
1: really sweet so i'd probably do that Oh yeah, that's yeah. nice. Do you see that video of Kai? He went to surprise a fan. I don't know if it was a kind of yeah, like store. She, yeah. And then she co- comes out the changing room, and he's like, "Hi, beautiful!" And she closes, <laughs> like, "You look beautiful," or something. And then she's like, "Ah!" She closes the curtain. I would close it too. Like
0: that's I can't even like fathom that happening. That would be. I was.
1: Happiest, fine. Um, I think was it. I mean, think was it. Sherry that tweeted. Sherry said, "Oh, I would freeze or something like that," and I also said my response would be like, "Thank you, baby." <laughs> Period. <laughs> you'll match the energy a bit too. Yeah, wild. I'm like, I will scare him. He will go ah, and he will close the clamp. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Why, Yes thank you so much for listening to how you at you yes and remember that
0: you can send us any of your unpopular opinions dilemmas or requests to howlut at gmail.com or you can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how at you and remember to leave us a review and rate us on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on
1: Mm-hmm. i've been Shanice from kpop box you can follow me at kpop box underscore and i've been shay from the kway and you can follow me at the kway on most platforms yes and until next time we will holler at you bye, bye.